It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And it's a very good evening, just after five past seven, five past six rather, my apologies, and time for Talk at Six with Wayne Turner. I'm Wayne, and I'll be taking you through till quarter to seven. If you don't really know, we finished the show 15 minutes earlier because we have a news broadcast at that time in terms of our license. We need to stay on air, open, and need to get the news out. Right, the way the program works is that every week we have a guest expert, first, second, third, fourth uh, Monday of the month at uh, just after six. And the first, of course, is our educational psychologist. Second, our financial. Third, which is tonight, is our community slot. And that means we try and get people in from the community, look at a community issue, or just uh, try find out more about what is happening in our local communities. So this week, I have a an exciting guest in studio with me. And this is a program with a slight difference. We're going to be asking some tough questions, but it's also for the purpose of informing and updating people so we understand. And I I really think that this is the beginning of, from another angle, dialogue, which is very, very important in our communities and when our communities are relating to one another. So, in studio this evening, I have none other than Lina Mantla Deliwe. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Wayne, and uh, good evening, Wayne, and thank you very much for the invitation. And good evening to your listeners as well. Well, it's uh, it's our privilege to have you on the show. Let me give some background on what we want to achieve this evening. Uh, Lina Mantla is from Freigrond. Now. I've lived in Cape Town now for 32 years, and when I first came to Cape Town, I was involved with SAPS, and Freigrond was one of the uh, informal areas, and, uh, you know, there were structures in place because of certain dangers. We had to go in with two police vans, and so the the introduction for me was, well, be careful, and I think many people have had these impressions when anything is informal that they think, well, uh, we don't go there. And so over the years, and I think in, in, in the minds of many people, there's a polariza- polarization in communities or between communities because of uh, understandings that have been put in place by people who say, do this, don't do this, you shouldn't go there, you should stay here. And because of that, we continue our journey with this sort of separateness, well, it's what we called in the past apartheid. Now it's not a law, but we have the separateness based on certain uh, understandings that we have. And so this is the first time in my years in uh, radio and radio journalism that I've actually uh, had someone 
talk, do some hard talk around this and find out a little bit more about the community and uh, dialogue and build bridges. So you're in the hot seat this evening and you're going to have to give us all the answers because, you know, it's, it's something that's been part of communities, hot topic, social media over the last uh, couple of years. And I want to debunk myths and try find out uh, what what the issues are, why these things happen, and uh, get some answers. So first, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do growing up uh, in the community. Okay, thanks, thanks, Wayne. And uh, you mentioned what I always believe in, which is dialogue. And that's very important. But briefly about myself, uh, yes, I was born in Cape Town, but I grew up in the Eastern Cape and my mother stayed in Cape in Freyron for, for quite a number of years. And you know how it is. Your your mother will work in Cape Town and the kids will be in Eastern Cape with their grandmother. But I was fortunate because of my grandmother had a preschool and it was easy to grow up in that environment because you don't need to struggle to get someone to look after your child and stuff. But then I used to come this side on during holidays. But now I moved for good in Cape Town 2012. Then I'm, uh, I've been around for quite some time. And when I came this side, you know... But, uh, but Freyhron was very much of your part of your childhood yes, growing up. I mean, yes. you played in the community. That's yeah. where your mom lived. Yeah, yep. And when I came back, uh, you know, I was... I then I went to college, Fallsburg College, and involved with student leadership. I became the SRC president in 2015. But then, you know, you are, you, one is active in student politics and you come home and there's a lot that needs to be done. And I started doing volunteer work in a computer lab whereby we used to teach basic computer skills. And I was every time I come from college, I would spend time teach. I remember my first class, uh, I had people who were around 60 years and stuff where we were teaching them basic computer skills and uh, finished my studies, got employed by this NGO. And but now I serve on the board of that NGO. But I think the whole uh, active citizenship grew within me and seeing all challenges in the area and try to come up with you know, ways to solve. And, and, and But I always talk about the circle of influence versus the circle of concern. Now, think about this. You've got two circles. There's one in the middle and there's one outside. And then the one in the middle is your circle of influence. And the other one outside is circle of concern. Now, as soon as you are you are so concerned, your your circle of concern gets bigger and nothing is being done. But as soon as you 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 try to get influence, and then your 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 smaller circle, which is the circle of influence, it gets bigger, and then the more it gets bigger, it then closes that that space that you had concern with and the less you know there is no concerns that you have for those you have used your influence now whatever sorry could I just interrupt yeah we must we must be brothers from another mother <laughs> it could be me I preach that message all the time I first learned it from Stephen Covey in 1990 from his book seven habits That's for it. highly effective people and I, I use that all the time and the, and where stress comes in is that gap because you have a concern, but you have no influence, yeah. and that's where you get stressed out. And that's why that's one of the reasons I'm involved in several community organizations is precisely of that. Yeah. You know, you have a circle of concern, and you just sit back and do nothing. Get involved, and your circle of influence expands. So I just needed to do so. I mean, 
I uh, support that 100%. It helped it, it helped and and I I serve on uh, on the school governing body, I serve on other NGOs as well. And I also served in the development forum where I I led the education sector. Now, when 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 people see Frechron from a distance, there's a lot of perception and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of I mean firstly you go on Google the first thing you google is Frechron and the first thing first you see you see uh pictures of bent tires pictures and of police police and pictures of poor people uh with, with no food and you see zinc ace tin houses and and that's that, 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 that and you are you satisfied that's it this is the community and if you are trying and, that, and that's why i'm not going to the community you say because those yeah, pictures I'll, and you I'll, and I'll you make go. an excuse immediately exactly and if you are standing on the corner of uh Frechron avenue and prince george drive and you are coming from Musingberg, on the left hand side that's your marina da gama and on the right hand side that's so you must go to Frechron. but if you check the distance between prince george drive and where the houses starts in Frechron, it's a bit far from from the main road. But on the other side of the road, you are just going into Eitzel, and that's there's houses along the M5, two meters from the the, the, the the road, which makes you easy to go in. But on the other side, remember you've went through your internet and you see this this bad community, and but to go in is quite different. But there's there, there is a lot. That one can 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 learn, one can get in Frechrund, and I'm happy that you you invited me to this conversation so that because a perception, if it's not challenged, it becomes a reality. But now mm-hmm. we're here to challenge that perception. One of the things that I I always know proud to 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 come from Frechrund is that in Frechrund we are I mean we are this, we are now in in the May month. It's which is Africa Month. That's Frechrond, whereby you you are you are staying in one yard. You've got people who are from Malawi, people who are from Zimbabwe, people who are from you no know, Namibia, are from Nigeria, and the same community. You jump in into a taxi. Your driver is Tosa. The person next to you is from KZN. The other person is from Limpopo. Next, the other person is a person from Malawi. We we we. You know that togetherness. You know where where you feel the sense of unity, the sense of love amongst the people that you are living in, which other communities, I mean, don't don't have that privilege. Of you know, in Musenberg, uh, for those of us who've been here a long time and and are out there and get to know your neighbours, we we experience that to a small degree, and we think we've got it. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you have like you said, uh, like you said, perceptions, yeah, yeah. But in Franklin, we live it, man. There, there is no this big. I'm not saying we should not have those big walls and stuff. But mm. I can leave my house and say, neighbor, I'm going to Kailisha for example for a weekend. Please keep an eye, and that's it. Do you, do you borrow sugar or obvious? Do, do, do you have that interaction? Obvious, obvious. I mean, we. I mean, we've got so much. Before you even go to your neighbor, we've got so many Somalian shops. 
That's mm. one thing. Opposite my house, there's a Somalian shop, and I go there. If you are broke, you go there and say, "Look, man, give me bread, give me sugar, give me something. I will pay you month and freely. They will give it to you." Can I just uh, tell you something? I I grew up as in in a, with a dad who worked two jobs. We struggled. We didn't have much, mm-hmm. and and we lived in a in a community where you would uh, borrow a cup of sugar when the kids were sick. The neighbor would look after the kids, and all these different things. And you know. In in my community, if you people talk about the old days, the good old days, these are things they talk talk about. But as yeah. soon as you become more affluent, yeah. you, you don't call your neighbor; you call the repair person to fix your fridge. Yeah. You don't borrow something; you just quickly run out to the shop or order something online. So you lose that sense of community because of the interaction, and that's a problem. I think that's one thing we should we need to go back to our roots and mm. and, and go into. But yeah, that is the the sense of unity and the sense of humanity that one mm. is experiencing. And we've got so many NGOs in Fairfront, uh, and which which helps us when it comes to issues of development. You've mm. got NGOs who we don't have a clinic in Fairfront, but we've got NGOs who are specializing in issues of health and that's their field you've got ngos which are dealing with we don't have a high school also and but we've got ngos who are assisting with uh, issues of training and development we've got ngos who are assisting with human rights you know if people are abused they need to go there for comfort and and, and stuff but one of the challenges that we 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 are we are, we are experiencing You know, the issue of gangsterism and the issue of crime, of, of crime, it's it become now a problem. But that is all the communities outside of that yes. focus on. Yeah, that's Which, all that is in the news. And and kept and and Frankfurt is not immune to that. I mean, mm. you you've, if you look at the crime rates in South Africa, it's quite high. Mm. And I think people tend to misdiagnose the cause of crime. Right, you know, being poor does not make you a criminal. You you've got communities which are rich. I mean, if if you go to Parklands, mm. people are trading there with illegal stuff. You know? But it's easier for gangsters to prey on the poor yeah, than on course, the rich. Of course, of course, but that does not mean that you are poor. Then you are a criminal. Yeah, that, that's and and I think at some point we need to have a conversation on. What causes crime? Mm. You know what? What causes? What makes one to join gangsterism? Mm. Because there's people who are rich, but they are they are, they are doing crime and they are, they are involved with gangsterism. You know, a sense of belonging. You you've got everything. You've got money. You've got everything. So when, so it seems like sorry to interrupt you, that when the fabric of society starts to weaken, these other aspects that dominates. Right. Yeah. So what when the sense of community is strong and when people are working together it's more difficult because yeah. the poor like you say can go to the Somali shop and they'll get something on tick or there's an NGO that'll feed them or they can borrow from the neighbor but when that starts to fade away then it becomes an issue an issue so that when the poverty really starts to get bad then the gangsters come in and they just offer everything and they have that sense of belonging and yeah. I, I, maybe it's a simplistic way yeah, yeah, of looking yeah, yeah, at it yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's where it yeah. begins yeah 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 it does it does because you i know you are poor i'll offer you something and in return you need to to, to give me something mm. and that's but that's a conversation that we can have on the other side but yeah 
and with this and then in 2015 uh you you I mean one of the things that Frehond has done community you know working together you will recall 2009 2009 2010 the taxi violence and and people died and may their soul rest in peace and families lost parents and and again, the media res- uh, reported, you know, in on on those uh, activities. And you know how the media is. And I've got friends who are in media, and we respect them. But the media has as a role to to break the community by what they report. Mm. The media has a role to build the community on how they report things. But that's again another story. We respect mm. what they're doing, and. We, we we yeah let me let me say yeah uh, and unfortunately with the media i'm going to be doing a, a, a podcast on this we have something called confirmation bias okay you will always confirm what you believe mm-hmm. so if you are uh pro abortion you will always report and you'll find the stories that will confirm your standpoint yeah. if you anti abortion you will find the stories that yeah. will confirm your bias exactly. so that's what the media is all about and sometimes it's not intentional but if you if you believe freyhund is uh, everyone's criminals you're going to look for stories that prove that and, and you really, don't see the other stories that's yeah. what the problem is yeah. in media which is why you need that integrity and that balance and investigative approach and so that's what becomes yep. an additional problem on top of the crime, the poverty, the gender-based violence. Yeah. And thanks to you for inviting us so, so so that we can be able to talk about both stories. But, and I remember when I said there was this uh, taxi violence, and again, they were different. Remember, Freyhrond is growing. And as much as it, it is growing, then there was a need to have a taxi rank in the area. And But to tell you now, then in 2015, remember there were, there were previous leaders before we were even born and, and stuff. And in 2015, this became like a real issue now. And community came together, NGOs as well, and said, look, there has to be leadership in this community. And that's where now the Frehrund Development Forum was born. Now we're not talking about politics, we're talking about community leadership. Yes community leadership, whereby development is uh, under the hands of the community members, whereby your neighbor becomes the chairperson of the development forum. And and, and, and in that development forum, it is, you, we, had, we have different sectors. You have your education sector, which people who are into education. You have your NGO sector, you have your business sector, you have your environment sector, your health and safety your health and environment, your, your transport sector, politics were given also a, a, a space. Now, look at this development forum as a forum that is supposed to coordinate and facilitate development in the area. Where there are needs within that community. Exactly. So it's identification of it, sourcing funding or a solution and bringing that together and the community work for themselves. For example, Wayne is into media and uh, and journalism. You you want to to open a a studio in Freyhrund. Best thing to do is to approach the development forum and say, "Look, I I've went through the developmental needs of this community, which has been developed by the development forum." consisting of various sectors, people mm. from the religious fraternity, people from the housing, the back dwellers, 
every stakeholder plays a role in that developmental needs. Then you say, as much as you understand that there is a need for housing in the area, but you have funding that is going to only fund the 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 the, the this. Now they remember they want to have a multi-purpose center for mm. for arts and theater. Now your your journalism and media comes in to assist those who are into theater and 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 to and entertainment as well. Now in that development forum, they, there is a massive discussion that takes place and persuading one another. For example, a space has been identified, a piece of land. Then the conversation should be initially that. That space was earmarked for a church, for example. But now there's this proposal, and that's where you you then debate and and, and say negotiate exactly. And the taxi rank then, when the development forum was established, they then started to to involve the development forum into their negotiations with the sister taxi association and government. And government would then listen because of now this matter is in the development forum, right? Because remember, initially it was only the taxi association, which is a business interest. But now, development forum does not care about the business interest. We 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 are only here as a development forum because of we are representing the community. Then things started to. I mean, the 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 way. Since 2015, we never had any taxi violence. Since then, because of the conversation began, you know, whereby you know people are, are really speaking, representing the community itself, and because you can't, you can't uh, do business if the community yeah. aren't going to support you. Yeah, exactly. So there has to be that relationship, and you don't come in. I remember in the old days, someone come in the funding and say, "Well, I." I want to help the people of Freyhrond. And in they'd go and they'd just start something. They wouldn't That's ask. They didn't know, am I correct? Right, yeah. And that wasn't a pressing need. Now, it might exactly. be a pressing, you see as a, as a pressing need. Yeah. But if you just support and fund that and not deal with the actual problem, then you're just going to be putting lots of Band-Aids yeah. on. And so what the, the community is saying, the development forum is saying, Let's identify the different areas, the different problem areas, and this is where we can say this is where the needs are. So if someone comes in with a heart and a passion and a ministry and a desire, you can say, well, uh, what is your interest? Where do you feel God is leading you? Or what's your passion? So, oh, yes, well, we've got this opportunity. Yeah. So how can we then fig- uh, map? And yeah, that's why it's important one to do community mapping. Mm. There, there is an English thing that says, the constituency you work in is different from the constituency you live in. Mm. You from you from America, and then you want to find a project in Freyron. America is totally different from America uh, from 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 Freyron. Now, one of the things that also became an issue was, uh, but that's a taxi rank part. Yes, and there are a lot of developments coming mm. up. There's a lot of good news that are coming up, whereby. From that involvement of the development forum, where now the, the the authorities are now responding because of the is an involvement of a broader community, because the development forum facilitate development holistically. Mm. 
Now we there's also I mean the the Itemba there's a, the, there's a school opposite uh, the uh, uh, Capricorn Park. Yes, I almost mentioned the the restaurant opposite, but I can't for this free air time. <laughs> but that school as well, it, when when they came with an idea, they presented an idea to the development forum, and again there were robust debates. And I remember there was a meeting at one point where. They, there was a grouping that says the land which has been earmarked by the school it has been earmarked previously for housing development and that was off you know people thought that won't happen but again that's where it should happen convers debating in that development forum let, let let's talk how and it's the community exactly. who are debating exactly. the people who are going to benefit or be uh, offended or have a problem with it will be the people talking yep. you're not having external factors pressurizing people just like government say well you need a school we're going to put it there eventually yeah. the, the the community might agree but they need to yeah but but for the, for that school it's uh it's a school which is funded by uh a german airline yes and the the individual from 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 my temper trust came in to 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 present and there were a lot of debate and but again we ended up having school Mm. Now one one of the deals was to say let us have two members of the development forum to serve on the SGB the school governing board up until they finish with the actual building and I'm one of them whereby we are involved in the appointment of the teachers the principal and the school policies and stuff because of the school's impact on the community that's why I remember now the involvement of the development forum it's again holistically whereby we we've got delegates who are deployed in various development so they ensure that that development benefits the people of Freyrond now the other one which has not been solved which is it's again a challenge we've got a business park next to Freyrond with a big wall that separates the two and uh if you, if you check on the other side it's beautiful I must say, I mean, the, the people who have built the business park are very—it's beautiful. But again, outside, it's a, it's, it's a different story. But when in any community, I cannot think of anyone now. But if there's a business uh, park next to a community such as Freyfront, there has to be a way whereby a certain amount of your revenue, a certain percentage goes towards the development of your neighbor. Mm. I, I I don't know how much is the revenue of the entire business park. But I I think a certain amount will do well in Freyron. Obvious. They can employ people from Freyron. Mm -hmm. uh, they you know, can I just interrupt yeah. something it might be serious it might be funny. But remember uh I was five years old when Fervut was assassinated. But one of the things Fervut used to say about apartheid, mm -hmm. he said it was good neighborliness. Okay. That's what he called it. But now there's truth in that statement because what you're saying is when you've got communities that are living together and one is, we're not saying just poor, but they need development. Yeah. And like you say with, with the business park, just the basic premise of good neighborliness which we were talking about earlier, I lend you a cup of, exactly. of sugar, you come and fix my washing machine, exactly. look after kids, that good neighborliness is so important. So what you're now doing is highlighting an issue of expectations because 
I'm sure a business park doesn't even think about their neighbors, yeah. yet the, the community has certain expectations. Yeah. And that's where you start to get some friction. Not that one is yeah. bad, one is good, but the understanding and the yeah. perception. Am yeah. I correct? You are right. You are right. And during hard lockdown, that's when uh, people who were frontliners, they, they, would, they would tell you, there was pro there were there was a number of soup kitchens which were were funded by various organizations and individuals from Marina Dagama and Musenberg and Lakeside. Good neighboring. You know uh, I, I spent many patrols with law enforcement in those areas and you, s- you saw the people exactly. all of a sudden when when the the real hardship mm-hmm. I remember meeting someone uh this gardener friend every now and again at the, the, the petrol garage and we had cash from my daughters, from friends and, That's you know, immediately you, you, you perceive more needs that, than, uh-huh. when they, but than when it is good times. Yeah. I think those are the opportunities yeah. you're mentioning now. And, 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 and remember that, that there were, there, there were, there was, obviously there, there are individuals who are fully assisting some of the angels mm. in Freyron. But now the one that we, we. Uh, Sorry, could I ask another question? How do people feel about that? Because sometimes it's the haves and the have nots and just giving your extra, you don't need to, do people feel uh, w- wanted? Do people feel they need it? What's the feeling? Because so often people say, well, I've got something, I'm just going to give it to you. I think what the 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 the, the, the nice thing about Freyron is that you don't need to 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 just go in and pack your bag in a corner and start dishing out food. There is organizations which you can structure with. Yes, for example, uh, if you want to donate computers, for example, you don't need to go and stand next to a next to a corner and dish out computers. We've got a computer lab whereby you can drive in and say, I like what you are doing. I'm willing to assist you. Remember you're assisting mm-hmm. an organization so that they can be able to reach out to some. And doing so, you are able to see the return on your investment because of you are working with an organization. And who are uh, accountable. Exactly. And and. And need to be able exactly. to uh, show what they're what they're doing, yeah. which may, which of course encourages people to give more. Yeah. And I must say there are there are organisations. I need to admit this in any community. There are organisations who are there to maintain or to sustain the status quo. Mm. You know, uh, keep on funding us. We'll make sure that this community does not develop. We are aware of those ones. But again, now let's look at the bigger picture. There are organizations right. who have been operating in Freyron that are doing phenomenal work. But I can't mention names. Because if I mention organization A, other one will be crossed. But there's a lot of organizations in various uh, portfolios that are doing well. Now, mm. what we are saying about Business Park is for sustainability or for sustainable development, we are saying we've got a development forum and now I've got a development trust which uh, controls the finance part of the community. But there are certain pieces of land which are owned by the community but are administered by the development trust. Mm. But now what we are saying is, and we've tried to reach out to the business park and to say, but I think there was a misunderstanding of why we want to reach out to them. When we're reaching out to the business park, we, are, we, 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 we understand and appreciate the fact that there are a lot of people from Freyhound who are employed by the business park. That one we appreciate. And there, there are some organizations which are individually funded by some 
businesses in business part. But now what we are saying is for sustainable for sustainability side, we are saying to we, stop the them and yeah, us syndrome. Yes, we want a relationship whereby we say a certain amount of revenue from the business park goes towards the development of Frefront. Not handouts. No. They can continue funding those mm. organizations, but remember we don't have a high school in Frefront. Mm. Those two primary school have been built by funding from individuals organizations. But now government then took over the administrative part of the school. What stops us from having a high school built by funds from the business park right can yeah. i just yeah. give an example the, the classic situation because the reason they're big walls mm-hmm. is because people are scared that yeah. that uh, businesses are going to get uh, uh, compromised and theft and the likes yeah. Yeah. if you remember the the national parks with poaching mm-hmm. as soon as they included the community as soon as they brought the community and and funds from yeah. the the renting out of the, of the chalets yeah. and the fees now the community have got a vested interest so the community decides and the I know mining th- communities as well and in african communities yeah. they have the say you don't disrupt our flow of income that sustains and develops us Sadly, so they do internal self policing including us in Absol- absolutely so that's a classic example yeah. now what you're saying is there needs to be that that sustainable partnership yes. whereby uh you wash the one hand washes the other you scratch my back i scratch yours and yeah. it's it's not a uh, how can i put it it's not a, a a manipulation to get but it it is like we said good neighborliness and it's, it's not a demand as well it's remember they they there is a, it was going to be an issue if there was no structures in mm. the area but now there is a structure which is facilitating development mm. in the area therefore i think Whoever is listening from the business park, we really that there's been engagement, but the engagement was about the safety, you know. But safety comes naturally safety. when you do the other. We saw that in the national parks or the different safety. parks. It comes, and in those areas, there is zero zero poaching. Yep, no because poaching. of it's like you don't touch. What is ours? What is ours? You know, and 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 people of Frankfurt, they're so nice. I mean, we, we are so obvious. You have we have people who are bending tires and, and stuff. But again, it is a result of mm, a decent. Mm. I'm not promoting that people yeah. should should bend tires. We condemn that yeah. behavior. I, I think in our next program, uh, we'll do this again next month for the community sure. slot. We can talk about some of the issues, some of the conflicts between different communities, yes. some of the racial issues. There are racial issues involved, yeah. and some of the, the the poverty issues that are directly related to. Uh, crime surges and yeah. and other related things and some of the, the gangsterism as well. Yeah. But this whole development thing is 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 vital in a community. We don't see it in the wealthier communities because there is no need. Yeah. But this seems to be almost, if I could use the word, the lifeblood of the community. Yeah. The heartbeat of the community yeah. is governed by a forum yeah. that is the brain of the community, yes. and, and and those four four are are all represented by. Ordinary people, yeah, or is it just people who see themselves as leaders? No, remember, you obviously you have your your I say your top six, your top five, but there is sectors, sectors that that are where the actual work happens. Mm. Your 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 education sector, for example, is people who are in the education fraternity. If you are, if for example, the religious uh, fraternity, 
or the religious sector is people who are from mosques, from churches, from and they, they all make up a sector where they discuss your sport, people who are in sport, your arts and culture, people who are, in, who are, who are doing arts and culture. But I think people tend to, you know, that, that's why I'm not, I'm not saying let us not support organizations that are existing, but if you want to get a, a bigger impact, we need support of the development forum. You, you know that uh, old adage is quoted again, don't reinvent the wheel. Yes, please. Because that process and the years it takes to develop an NGO and get it to the point of of recognition, sustainability, that it can maintain mm-hmm. a, a positive contribution to the community. Though in those years, they could have, they could have come in yeah. At sixty kilometers an hour instead of two, because there there are already structures, yep. and and it's not like you're saying that. Well, uh, we've got them. You just give us your aid. You just give us your money. You yeah. give us your. You want to work together with NGOs from outside. Yeah, obvious. Look, earlier when we spoke about the cause of crime, the social issues. Mm. Now, if you are capacitating this development forum with resources, anyway, you are solving your crime because of you. You are you are. You are, you are trying to solve all these social ills mm-hmm. that are affecting the growth of our community. And I think in closing, I would say, we've got structures in Freyhrond. Obviously, we are in a community like any other community. We've got our own challenges. We've got our mm. own internal challenges. We are the first ones to admit, but we, we, we know where we are heading. And we, we're just inviting We've got. We are engaging with Marina. We are engaging with Musenberg. We are when the CPF had a meeting with the Development Forum, where the Development Forum presented a very detailed safety plan, mm. which speaks about your your street committees. Street committees makes up your neighborhood watch. It's a beautiful plan, which I think at one point we might also have a conversation mm. about it. The, um, but our, my, my point is, there is plans to develop the area mm. with the support of our neighbors and. Then we can change the image that we see on internet. Because what I'm getting from you is that the community is vibrant. Very. They're not a suppressed, oppressed community, scared to go out their doors, uh, crime like a crime slum and nothing happening. There's a lot, from what you're saying, there's yeah. a lot happening. And when that happens, of course, prosperity forces out crime. Yeah. It does bring a certain amount of crime yeah, as well. Obvious, but yeah. if you can get to some of the social solutions, which a development forum actually does from what, you, what yeah. you're telling me, the uh, positiveness, the, well, all I'm getting from you is uh, there's a bright side, there's a bright side. I don't get, uh-huh. you've mentioned crime, you've mentioned some of the issues, uh-huh. which we'll, we'll go into in a, f- a future program, but there is a lot, a lot yeah. Remember, crime is a result of something. Now, mm. ours is to solve all these, yeah, all these things, so that we can be able to to solve crime. But yeah, thank you very much for giving us the the time to share. Well, well it's an absolute pleasure yeah. for me. It's it's uh, an education, and I've got to I've got to admit, as a white middle class, my understanding and my perceptions. Uh, are pretty much what happens in the news and what one person talks about on social media, yeah. which is one of the reasons I'm trying to do a bit of, perhaps you couldn't really call it investigative journalism, but it to try is. find out. I must take wh- it for a tour. <laughs> I must take it for Abs- a tour. Absolutely. Yeah. To find out what is happening, what the issues are, what can be done, and how people can start uh, working together and collaborating where there are 
sort of major, major uh, issues. So, Lena, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'm really excited about learning more and letting our listeners learn more about communities that are marginalized, uh, them and us sort of situation, if we can build some bridges and uh, get the message out and use this show as a podcast to let people know what is happening and catch, catch some of the, yeah, the enthusiasm. Yeah. Right, that's it for uh, this edition of Talk at Six with Wayne. Next week, we'll be back in studio with our medical slot and Four weeks from today, we're going to have Lena back in studio and we'll chat about more issues because this is a blueprint for other communities as well. Thank you so much. Till next week, from me then, it's goodbye and God bless. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.